0: Welcome to the Talk Golden to Me video podcast. I am your host, Evan Golden, from the law offices of Berman & Berman. We're excited to talk arts today, writing, film, being a thespian, and how to make it if you want to be a working actor. And you don't have to be in Hollywood, which I'm excited to talk about. So in studio today is Miss Rachel Galvin. Thank you so much for joining us today. We're excited to talk to you. And you're an author, you're a writer, you're an actress. How many years have you been in the business
1: well, professionally, I started in 1997, really doing acting and writing, so both. And that was in Colorado originally, and then I went on to L.A. and then back here to South Florida.
0: Now, I think a big myth is that like, you have to go to L.A. to be a working actor, entertainer. Can we, can we talk about that? Is, is that? is that a given? Is it mandatory? Is it
1: 100%? Absolutely not. It, it depends on what you want to do. I've actually gotten more work in South Florida than I had in L.A., for sure, but it's more independent films rather than mainstream. So there, there's very few mainstream projects here. There are actually more coming down here, like the uh, Marvelous Miss Mizell. Mrs. Mizell is coming here, for example. Beach Bum was here. I had a friend that was in that. Um, different projects that are coming our way, but it hasn't been busy for quite a while here in South Florida for mainstream, but independent is everywhere.
0: Now, independent, those are, those are some paid opportunities for working actors, right? It doesn't have to be a major box, or is that not true? And I guess okay. from independent films, you're basically getting free acting classes, free training from directors being on a set and using that for your reel. I mean, only pros could come out of, I think, working any gig. But if you're not getting paid sometimes, obviously, that could be a, a disadvantage for someone that's trying to be a working actor.
1: Well, if you're an actor, you really need to be in it because you like it. You know, it's not just about the money necessarily because if it's all about the money, then you might want to find a different profession because it's not always easy to get money, especially for independent film, but it can happen. And I know a lot of friends that are paid actors all the time, so it just depends. Commercials pay really well. Right. Mm
0: -hmm. So let's talk about how many years experience you have and why you wrote the book because are you trying to help people that are getting into the industry and have nowhere where to go?
1: Yeah, the book is called Basics of the Biz, and uh, okay. show off the book there, Evan. <laughs> and I wrote it back in, gosh, I want to say 2001, and then I sat it on the shelf, and I didn't do anything with it till like eight years later. I had to redo it at that time. But I wrote it because it, when I was in L.A., I was a talent manager okay. also. I worked with kids. So I had all this knowledge in my head, and when I came here, for personal reasons, I didn't know how to get into the industry, so I was kind of going in a different direction. But I had all this in my head, and I decided I need to put this into a book so I could help other people and just get it out of my head. So I came up with Basics of the Biz, and basically it talks about my journey coming from Colorado to L.A. to South Florida and living as a struggling actor. And then the second half is about how to get into the industry, so headshots, resumes, acting classes, the union, all of that good stuff.
0: And I think what happens a lot of people, there's a lot of, I don't want to say the word scams, but mm-hmm. I think that a lot of people end up paying a lot of money to get into the industry and get started there. They didn't have to spend. But right. some of the things you absolutely do need is you need a headshot. Mm-hmm. So you do need to spend money on a on a, on a a professional photographer that knows how to capture the correct headshot. And you obviously have to get those printed out to either send out to auditions or bring to auditions and castings black and white headshots are colored now what are they doing
1: now it's color when i wrote the book it was black and white hmm. so that's there's a few things that have changed since i wrote the book and one of them is the headshots are now color and the other one is that unions are now merged so it used to be sag and after we're separate now they're together But gotcha. so other than that everything is still the same in the book
0: now as a actor model stage that's me whatever it is do you recommend having multiple agents? Because I know sometimes you could have one exclusive agent and only be with them, or you could work non-exclusively with multiple agents. would not it? Isn't it easier or smarter, I guess, to work with multiple agents that are maybe getting different jobs and castings that maybe your one agent is not?
1: That's kind of the benefit of South Florida, because when you're in L.A., you really can't do that. You kind of have to be exclusive, like have one commercial agent, one theatrical agent, let's say. But in uh here in South Florida, because it's a right-to-work state, you can do a lot more than you could do in L.A. It's a lot less restrictive, and you can have multiple agents, but I don't think you should go overboard with that mm-hmm. because I find that a lot of my friends, especially I notice online, that they're squabbling with their agents because two different agents get them the same project, and then it becomes a conflict. Mm. So you have to be careful with that. So if you have one agent that's doing focusing on commercial and one that's focusing on extra work and one that's focusing on movies, you know, that might work out.
0: So that makes sense. So you could have a commercial agent specifically sending you on commercials, a mm-hmm. uh, talent agent maybe sending you specifically for films, mm-hmm. and you could have a modeling agent. Yeah. And, or go. or a publicist to maybe help get you cuz now what's kind of interesting is I, re- I think now you go on audition, it was just based on your casting and now the casting sheet's asking all your social media info because mm-hmm. they want to book someone that has a good influence rate on online, you know? So right. that's kind of interesting where I remember reading this this line and it kind of always, I guess it always struck a hard, a hard time in my heart. It said, talentless, but connected. Uh-huh. What does that line mean to you?
1: <laughs> well, that there's a lot of that right now. And, uh, you know, it's the way of the world right now. I look at, I don't want to mention names. But, uh, yeah, if you're connected, connected, being connected is very important. And I think talent is going to really take you further. You really need to have talent. Otherwise, it's, you're not going to go very far. It depends. It's very rare that someone that doesn't have talent can make it. But it does happen. There's plenty of shows out there that you wonder how these people got a show. But it happens. But I think if you're connected, it's a nice mesh of the two. If you're connected and you have talent, then really you're going to go far.
0: Mm-hmm. What's a show where you're just like, how is the show on television right now?
1: I'm not going to mention any names. See how good y- you
0: could be a critique. <laughs> you could you be a critic. Well,
1: like some people say like the Kardashians, for example.
0: Let's talk about that.
1: Okay. So, you know, and there are, people have all kinds of theories about why they're big. I love watching the Kardashians. I have to say that. So, hey, I'm one of those people that likes the show. But you do look at them and say, how did they get there? And, you know, kind of some of the things that they did to get that, you know, on t- on TV and stuff. But um, I think they have some talent. But <laughs> some people question that. So it just depends. Yeah, that that whole,
0: um, I'm, thank God I have sons because you look at some of these, the Paris Hiltons, the Kim Kardashians, the mm-hmm. world, and you're saying, "How how did they get there? How did they get there? I think if you ask nine out of ten people, a lot of them are going to say from a sex tape,
1: right? Exactly, and that's
0: how they got there exactly. by exposing their their body and their their private life to, to people. So, uh, so, it's
1: all about sex, and it's not about the talent. But look what they've done. They like uh, they have you know different companies that they run and different things now. But their mom's helping them out.
0: And- I mean, look, it, once you have once you have the following. Um, I think you can invent anything. I mean, whatever you're selling, people are buying because they're going to follow you. They instantly, you know, you became their role models. So it doesn't matter what product they're trying to push. I think no matter what they attach their name to is going to be successful. It's going to be just by sheer volume, just by sheer numbers of people that are following them, you know, searching them and doing whatever they do. So it doesn't matter the product. But you hear that all the time. I was just at a a comedy show and the the comedy, the act was a lot about the Kardashians, how (laughs) You know, he's like, look at me! I'm doing noises. I'm playing instruments. I'm, I'm, I'm doing imitations. You know, this is real talent. This uh-huh. is talent. And what are, what are the kind what are the Kardashians' talent? So
1: they're just talking about their lives. That's what they're doing. Yes, kind of well, like we are right now.
0: We've uh, <laughs> well, I think there's always been that kind of voyeur, voyeurism type of um, attraction to people. I think people love looking into other people's lives. Mm-hmm. Why is that, in your opinion?
1: Well, that seems to be more so lately, right? It's mm-hmm. With social media. Everybody a voyeur now.
0: Mm-hmm.
1: And I think everybody wants what the other person has. you know They want to know what the other person is doing. Mm-hmm. And escapism, I guess. Get out of your own life and watch somebody else's life.:
0: Makes sense. So tell me what's kind of your future projects, plans? What are some of your aspirations? I mean, you've starred in stage, you've been in independent films, commercials, you've wrote a, an awesome book. If you, again, check out this book. Basics of the Biz, A Holistic Approach to Becoming an Actor by Rachel Galvin. So if you are considering getting into the entertainment industry, if you have a child, it's kind of just the, I hate to say it, compare it to kind of the the dummy books, but it it gives you all the necessary steps so you don't make Mm -hmm. those mistakes. Right. They don't make those mistakes. What are you going to do next?
1: Well, I'm going to be in a TV pilot called Aging in Place, um, directed by Alan Darnay and uh, written by Karen Donahue. And I play a character named Lulu. And I'm the kind of the front desk receptionist at a nursing home. And it's a comedy. And I play kind of a dark, sort of cynical character. I won't go into it too much, but um, it should be really fun. I, we've got a great cast, so we're going to be starting filming in July for
0: That's that. That's great. Well, good luck with that. Mm-hmm. I'll definitely check it out. Let me, Invite me to the premiere. I'd love to support yeah. that. So that sounds like another great role. Why, why is so many films and, and TV projects not filming in Florida? I mean, we have the best weather the best scenery the best backdrops what what is it tax incentives money yes. what tell me educate me yes
1: it's tax incentives um the weather also can be a factor because you know in the summertime it's pouring rain here half the time but uh tax incentives really are where it's at when georgia did the tax incentive everybody went to georgia for example mm-hmm. so and there's political stuff going on there that who knows they might be starting to pull out of there but um that's what it's about is tax incentives
0: i was reading i forget what movie it was I don't know if it was the Glades. It was just showing how much money they spend a day Mm -hmm. in in the city that they're filming in between food and hospitality. It's it's pretty remarkable. So it's kind of a no-brainer, I would think, for states or counties to really provide some of these incentives because you're getting it right back.
1: You would think so. There is a group that uh, says that the benefits really aren't all they are cracked up to be. But uh, I think that's I think you're right. I think that it is a good idea for people to come down here, and it's a great place to be. So why not? I mean, the actors can take time off on the beach. and
0: what can we do to promote that? Uh, right politicians, government how does that? How can we maybe kind of vote that in?
1: I know a lot of people do go up to Tallahassee and protest and that sort of thing. I think that's a good idea.
0: Mm-hmm.
1: Um, now, with a new governor, I think things could turn around, possibly. We'll see.
0: And so you have the new movie coming out, um, Future Goals for Yourself. What do you, What else do you want to accomplish?
1: Well, uh, I kind of am open for opportunities, things that come my way. And I, I don't go crazy with auditioning. It's sort of I get direct booked for things. But I did audition for this project, and it was the first time I'd auditioned in a long time. So I'm always open to more stuff like that. I'm going to be going to England next month, so I'm excited about that. That's
0: exciting. Why are you going there?
1: Uh, that's my bucket list trip. My dad's taking me, so I'm really, oh, that's really a great excited. Yeah.
0: Father-daughter bonding experience yeah, across yeah. the pond. That will be nice. Yeah. Maybe I'll end up staying there and booking a job or a theater gig out there.
1: You never know. I would love that, too. That would be wonderful.
0: That sounds yeah. great. So Rachel Galvin in studio today. We're talking everything entertainment. She's a writer, created this awesome book, yeah. Basics of the Biz, a holistic approach to becoming an actor. So make sure you get that. You get that right on Amazon, right?
1: Yes. Amazon.com. Yep.
0: Search it in, grab it on Amazon. It'll be at your door probably the next day. So make sure you, uh, you check out that book, Rachel, you've, you've, you've done so many different things and you've also are from South Florida and you're in the Parkland Coral Springs area. Um, what do you think about the kind of the Parkland shooting and the massacre that the city had in Dover I know you wrote a lot of stuff and you're very involved and kind of like on, on ground zero for that type of stuff.
1: Well, I I didn't write too much, but I did go to uh, the press conference that happened right afterward. I saw you there. Yeah, that's right. You were there. Yep. And I interviewed uh, David Hogg, and uh, I decided not to write kind of a timeline of what happened because I had all that information they handed out at the press conference. But instead of having that information, which all the mainstream um, news stations already had put out, I decided to talk more about what the community was doing. To help other people. So I wrote about um, this group, Deerfield Beach Elementary School spearheaded this project where they created Stones for Stoneman and the kids painted rocks and now they built this beautiful stone garden out at um, Marjorie Stoneman Douglas, which I've written about twice now. They just redid it. Some of the rocks were getting worn out so they kept some of the worn out rocks and they put in some new ones. So it kind of talks about the doing away of the grief, the grief going away, and the brightness of the future coming in. And I know they just had the, the burning of the mm-hmm. Temple of Time that just happened in Coral Springs. I didn't get to go to that, but uh, I did watch it on video. So it's really affected our community a lot. And I actually live in Deerfield Beach now, but um, I'm very involved in Coral Springs Parkland. I'm part of the Historical Society in Coral Springs. So I'm still over here all the time.
0: I saw Would you uh, do you work on that bridge that they restored?
1: Yes we restored the covered bridge which has been around. When uh, was
0: that bridge first built?
1: 1964. Is that right? <laughs> now I forgot. <laughs> <laughs> many many years I just ago. did it like a, two weeks ago. I think it was 1964 and we had a car a 1964 car out there.
0: You get involved in a lot of just like special things like that go around in the community and in, in our state you know just some of these just kind of like momental you know monumental you know time so you're mm-hmm. kind of you're really kind of on the scene for just some of these iconic moments in our, in our state which yeah. is pretty cool
1: like when the blimp crashed i was there for the blimp crash in coral springs i love the blimp so i saw it i had a feeling you know i was like oh i always like take pictures of the blimp and sure enough it crashed so that was one of my first big assignments that i called i worked for the coral springs forum at the time So I called my editor, and I said, the blimp crash, can I go cover it? And he said, absolutely. So I went out there and did that. And then um, also when Johnny Carson died, which is around, I don't know, a year or so later, I forgot when that was, but um, Johnny Carson was selling land in Coral Springs. Hmm. So it it was a historical connection, and that was the angle to Coral Springs. So when he passed away, I called the editor and said, I'd like to do a story about that because I knew about the history. So, you know, I just grab all those stories like that, but right now I'm focused more on Deerfield. Because I write for the, I'm the editor for the Deerfield Beach Observer.
0: So let's yeah, tell me where we could find your writings. If they're not reading your book, Deerfield Beach Observer, anywhere yes. else?
1: Right now, I used to freelance a lot, so I was involved in so many different uh, publications. I've written for over 40 of them. Mm-hmm. The Sun Sentinel, Palm Beach Illustrated, uh, Capture Life Magazine, City. I used to be the editor for City Smart Magazine in Coral Springs. The Forum, all the forums. You know, each city has different names.
0: Um, any uh, okay. any other future books coming?
1: I've been thinking about it. I've been thinking about a couple of different ideas. Maybe writing a book about writing, possibly. So we'll see. You never know. But um, right now, the see only... that's
0: interesting. <laughs> a book a write a book about writing. Yeah. For people that maybe want to write their own book and don't know how.
1: Well, it would be more about a couple different things: grammar rules, mm-hmm. uh, somewhat. And some of the things that I encounter as an editor that writers do that drive me crazy, things like that, um, which would help also if you're a company and you want to do marketing. You know, I've been thinking about doing more of a marketing book, possibly, because I get these companies that want to advertise their product or have a grand opening. There's no date when it is. There's no, you know, address. Um, Everything's all over the place. There's typos. I mean, Mm -hmm. it's crazy. No contact information it's really bad like the, you need need to have just the basics in there because that's what as a busy editor that's what I want to look at I don't want to read the whole press release to try to find where I'm supposed to go or mm-hmm. what this is about and then I get stuff from like New York and and places that are not even here and I'm a local publication so you have to know your audience you know who's gonna cover your stuff otherwise you're wasting your time so things like that
0: wow. You live an exciting life, and you seem to be very happy and enjoyable. It, look, what's, what's I think, greatest, one of the greatest achievements in life is being able to get to do what you love. Mm-hmm. And not, unfortunately, not a lot of people get to do that.
1: Yeah, and, and I hear a lot of flack from people, you know, I used to always hear, when are you going to get a real job? I'm like, this is my real job, you know, this is what I love to do. And again, if you're going to be a writer and actor, it's really not about the money, because you don't make a whole lot. You know, you can, maybe, um, but not necessarily a lot of most writers i know don't so it's just a passion you got to be passionate about it and there's a lot of perks you know i get to go to a lot of events a lot of meet a lot of people i met a lot of celebrities for example like your wall out there you know you have a lot of pictures so it's it's a really good life i really enjoy it and they get press trips you know i got a press trip to nashville when i was working for city smart out of the blue And I got an all-expense-paid trip to Nashville, which I thought, why Nashville? You know, I'm not a country music person, you know, of all places. But I'm like, I'm not going to turn down this opportunity. So I went, and I had a blast. I love Nashville. So you never know. I just try to go to any opportunity that I get.
0: That's great. Well, that's a good outlook. And I think if you're going into the entertainment industry, you have to have that to be successful. You know why? It's all about knocking on doors of opportunity. Mm -hmm. Because if you don't someone else is going to and, and guess what if you're gonna knock you gotta knock hard because there's plenty of other competition out there so mm-hmm. that's a great attitude and mindset I hope people kind of take that in is that opportunities when they come take advantage of them you know that's kind of my mentality I don't say no I just go mm-hmm. you know I just go and, and it, you you'd kick yourself if you don't you know imagine if you you get a call for maybe an audition or something let's just use that as an example and mm-hmm. oh it's all the way down to Miami I'm probably not the right person for the part or well, you can make a million excuses why you don't want to go or why you're maybe not right for it, but you'll be kicking yourself for not trying and you'll be kind of patting yourself on the back for, hey, at least I tried. But I think a good mentality for people to take is if you're going on auditions is is take something positive out of it. Maybe that casting director liked you for a project that he's doing next week. Mm-hmm. Maybe the person that you're in that audition with is writing a film that thinks you could be perfect for it. Right. So you have to go to these, I think, is that, do you agree with me? I mean, you have I to. I agree with you. Or is that a waste of time and I'm nuts? No,
1: no, I agree with you. And um, I talk about it in my book. I've made so many mistakes because I haven't gone after things. For example, when I was in L.A., I used to be part of a group called To the Top Now, which was, uh, they, they had casting directors come in and you, you could pay mm-hmm. to see the casting directors and you can you can say whether that's legit or not. But, you know, I did get to meet a lot of casting directors that way and it was I actually got it free because I did work for them. I did data entry in order to get the free casting director sessions. So I met this casting director and they had us read the script and we didn't know what it was. And they said, this is my next project and I read it for the character and they liked me for it. But I was like, "What? You know, what, what is this? I don't like the script, whatever. Um, so I didn't go. They wanted me to do a callback mm. at their place. I didn't go. And it turned out that was Dawson's Creek. And the pair was for Katie Holmes.
0: Wow. Yeah,
1: um, I also was supposed to try out for Scrubs. I was like, this will go nowhere.
0: Hmm.
1: Yeah, sliders, same thing.
0: So take take that advice. If you're if you have an opportunity, go for it. You know, because mm-hmm. you're gonna be you're gonna you could have, you don't want to have regret. There's nothing worse in life than regret. So <laughs> sometimes it might be inconvenient. It might be an inconvenience. Sometimes you may have a one percent chance of, of getting it. But you got to take that shot. You got to mm-hmm. take it. And old sports analogy that people have said many times: Who has the most goals in hockey? Wayne Gretzky. Why? Because he also has the most shots. So mm-hmm. you miss every shot you don't take.
1: That's right.
0: That's Cliche right. time. Cliche analogy mm. time. Rachel, thank you so much for joining yes. us today. You are a, a just a, a fire and ball of, of sunshine and positivity. I love your smile. I love your attitude. Um, I want you to keep doing what you love to do, and, and that's will. what I wish for you. So that's great. That's Thanks, great. You're very welcome. Basics of the Biz, A Holistic Approach to Becoming an Actor. Check out this book on Amazon. Um, if you want, I could uh, get some autographed copies for you as well. I know her now, so uh, we go. could we could work that into the deal. Thank you so much again for joining us. Check her out. Uh, what's your Instagram? What do, you, what do you like Instagram? Let's get some follows on there.
1: Oh, gosh. Um... <laughs> I am on Instagram but I don't go on it as much as I should. I actually lately haven't been able to go on, but um you can if you just type in my name it'll come up. Perfect. And, and I'm always on Facebook.
0: I know you're on Facebook. Yes, you yes. share your life on Facebook, I right? I know.
1: I know I share my journey on Facebook.
0: It's nice. It's nice. Yeah. You got a lot of stalkers though from it, but they're good ones. They're good ones. It's fans. <laughs> they're fans. Stalkers fans. It's all the same. It's all the same stuff. Rachel, thank you so much for joining us. This is Talk Golden to Me, Evan Golden from the Law Offices of Berman Berman Studios. Check out her book. Till next time, thank you for joining us. We are out of here. I need a better ending, but we'll try that. Peace. (laughs)